You know, we take great pride in the Dave Logan Podcast in telling you about unique Colorado companies. And believe me when I tell you, Boyer's Coffee is one of those. The legendary Rocky Mountain Roaster has been roasting coffee here at Altitude for over half a century. You're always guaranteed a smooth cup of coffee and a unique cup of coffee as well. You can enjoy flavors like their top-selling Aspen Gold or Breakfast Blend or a chocolate mousse or coconut cream coffee. How about buying a bag of organic French roasted coffee or their distinct smoky-flavored dark roast Rocky Mountain Thunder? See what we mean by unique? Just head to boyerscoffee.com. You can choose from their huge selection and also sign up for their emails to get exclusive offers and discounts. Or, if you'd like, check them out in person at their coffee truck and coffee cottage, which is located at 73rd and Washington. And remember, you can always find Boyers at your favorite supermarket, Walmart, or Sam's Club. On this episode of the Dave Logan Podcast with Julie Brownman, some bad news for Broncos fans regarding Aaron Rodgers. But is it set in stone? I can't imagine the Packers would agree to making him an unrestricted free agent because, in essence, what you say there is, yeah, we're willing to forsake any bounty of draft choices and or players in return for a guy that will be in the Hall of Fame as long as he comes back and just graces us with his appearance for one more year. And with Rodgers out of the picture, what can we expect out of the QB battle at training camp? I would be surprised if I see a 50-50 split of the quarterback reps past the Seattle game, which is the second second preseason game. What's this NFL COVID vaccine policy all about? If the game has to be canceled due to an outbreak of unvaccinated players, the club's going to forfeit the game. They're not going to pay the weekly salary of the team that has the outbreak. And they said they're not going to pay the other team's salary as well. And is Dave in a thong something anyone wants to see? Dave, I hope you get your thong ready. I'm now engaging, uh, embarking, if you will, on a very stringent squat (laughs) routine. All that and more on this episode of the Dave Logan Podcast. This is the Dave Logan Podcast. And welcome to the Dave Logan Podcast. Dave Logan and Julie Brownman, podcast number 88. Double eights. We appreciate uh, everybody listening and downloading our podcast. Gosh, we had a lot of things to uh, talk about. First of all, what's up? How are you? I'm really good. 88, I know everybody else thinks of DT. I think of Clarence K, which means I'm very old. Uh, Clarence K was a good player. In the 80s. For the Broncos. Mid, yeah, mid or mid, yeah, mid 80s. Yeah. University of? Georgia. All right. So the Broncos training camp and training camps beginning for the Broncos. It begins on Wednesday. We're going to talk all about that. However, news of the day. Yeah. Comes from our buddy Adam Schefter tweeting out over the past weekend, Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers were able to reach a mutually agreed upon terms close to convincing Aaron Rodgers to abandon plans. He had to skip training camp and instead return for their concessions. It doesn't include more money. The new agreement, he reports, once finalized, would help set up Aaron Rodgers' departure from Green Bay after the season per sources. Yep. Damn it. I think it'll be interesting to see if, in fact, that's true, and a lot of people are running with that story, mm-hmm. what exactly the agreement is with respect to what happens at the end of the season. I mean, I've maintained, and I said this earlier on the show today, in talking to the same two people that I've talked to throughout this Aaron Rodgers situation, um, and this was last night, this was not today, but I asked about the rumors about Rodgers coming in and not coming in, and the text I got back was, not going to camp. 
Now, that was last night. Maybe mm-hmm. something has changed that, uh, you know, changed his mind or what have you. But but eventually it will leak. It will get out exactly what the agreement is. And if, if Green Bay has, has agreed to trade him at the end of the season as opposed to make him a free agent, an unrestricted free agent, um, I can't imagine the Packers would agree to making him an unrestricted free agent because, in essence, what you say there is, yeah, we're willing to forsake any bounty of draft choices and or players in return for a guy that will be in the Hall of Fame as long as he comes back and just graces us with his appearance for one more year. That, that to me, makes zero sense about the free agency. So my guess is there'll be some sort of agreement in place that they will trade Aaron Rodgers after the season is done. So then what was this all about for Aaron Rodgers? It, do, it does make me wonder um, – because Aaron Rodgers, you know, talked about in, in a very sort of veiled way about being disrespected, about, you know, he gave all sorts of cryptic um, tidbits of information uh, about what he was thinking. But, yeah, it does make me wonder about him. Now, after this season, yeah, I mean, I hope he goes and plays well for the Packers, but he'll be 38 years of age before next season starts. Mm-hmm. To me, he's much less attractive for a number of teams then let's say in February or March as he would be right now because it's one more year added on to his career and Aaron Rodgers played well enough last year he was the MVP so if he doesn't I mean how many back-to-back MVP winners have we had in NFL history not not that many so what happens if he just goes out and and the Packers they played great last year. They got to the NFC Championship game. What happens if they don't? What happens if he has you know a good year, not a great year? I mean, to me, from the Packers' standpoint, this does not make as much sense as saying, "Hey, we're going to go ahead and dealing." Because I think you know you're talking about two, if not three, first round draft choices and a really good player or two. Now, next, if 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 Rodgers has a great year this year, and let's, they don't even have to win the Super Bowl. Let's say they get back to the NFC Championship game, but he puts up outstanding numbers, as he has certainly shown he can do. Then maybe the asking price is the same. But other than that, I think they're going to get less next year than they would right now. Well, just reading this and what's being reported, one of the... Um, things in the contract were mechanisms we put in place to address Rogers issues with the team. And so the agreement at the end of the season, they're going to review the situation um, and see if he still f- feels the same way about the culture and decision-making. It doesn't mean that he's automatically going to leave. I feel, and even though we never heard, well, they're Aaron, hoping not right. And never, we never heard him say publicly out loud. I don't want to be here. It was all a lot from his, you know, from people's sources. I don't know. I just, <sighs> It, it's frustrating because obviously as somebody that, you know, follows the Broncos, you kind of wanted to see him come here, but I kind of feel like you sound like you got the Aaron Rodgers Jones. I did. I got the Jones of like the non drew log, non Teddy Bridgewater battle. That's what I got, hmm. but it just seems like a much ado about, I don't know. Um, maybe, I, I don't know that, it, that it wasn't, it wasn't all about money for him and he was mad at how he's being treated while well, he's coming back. So it wasn't that mad. Yeah. Well, and and it was reported that there's no there's no extra money in this deal. 
Yeah. So, you know, I probably came to the conclusion that if you stay out of camp, it's 50000 a day, which those fines with the new CBA, those fines cannot be rescinded. They used to be where the club, at its discretion, mm-hmm. if they fine you, let's say you don't show up for five days, they, they could rescind those fines. Not anymore. So they, they, I mean, those fines were real. Yeah. So I, th- I think, you know, Aaron Rodgers, either his agent or somebody finally sat down and said, listen, we don't have a lot of leverage here unless you're going to retire. And if you retire, they can make you pay back about $30 million. So can we get $30 million extra in the next deal? Maybe. But you're going to sit out the whole year and they're showing no signs of, you know, breaking down and, and trading us. So. You know, I, I think this was a game of um, chicken, and I think Aaron Rodgers blinked, mm. and thus um, he's going to Green Bay. And I mean, I still, I mean, this guy's a great player. I hope he plays well with the Packers. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens next year, uh, early in the 2022 year. But right now, I think for the Broncos' standpoint, it's going to be an interesting training camp seeing what Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke can do. Right. So that means coming up Wednesday, it is all going to be about there's no going to be not going to be distraction with Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be the battle with Drew Locke and yep. Teddy Bridgewater. So a couple questions for you. This training camp starting on Wednesday. I just want you to fill in the blank. You'll be surprised if you see. I would be surprised if I see a 50 50 split of the quarterback reps past the Seattle game, which, which is, is the second, second preseason game. Okay. I think I think at that point you have to get whichever guy you think gives you the best chance to win, you got to get him the lion's share of the reps. To me, to go 50-50 on the snaps all the way through training camp makes no sense and I don't think it's the best thing for your team. Whether you make the right decision or wrong decision, I think you have to make it and say, "Listen, one of you guys is the guy right now." And then, depending on which one, you wait and see how he plays in the first uh, probably four games of the season. If it's Drew Locke, I think that I think you have to. I mean, you've got to give him some time. If you if you anoint Drew Locke as the starter, if you say, "Listen, Drew's played a little bit better," however the narrative is, however you know what you say in in the press, whatever those words are. I mean, you've got to give. What what happens if he goes to New York? Which, by the way, the Giants. Are pretty good defense, and if he goes there and just doesn't play well, what does that mean? These are these are conversations the coaching staff and probably George Payton they have to have like during training camp. There has to be a plan if if Drew's the guy and he goes and doesn't play well against the Giants, you, you can't pull the plug on him. All right, so what happens if he goes to Jacksonville and doesn't doesn't play well? What happens if you start zero two? I can tell you from a coach's standpoint, and especially with the pressure that this staff is under this year, they're going to do whatever they have to do to try to win a game. So how long the leash is for Drew Locke or or Teddy Bridgewater, I don't know. But I think think that has to be part of the discussion before the season starts. I think that's... Maybe why Vic said, Fangio said it's just going to be 50 50. Because if he said anything else, the speculation runs rampant. It's just the easiest thing to say right now, right? And yeah, you can always adjust he, that. I think he was just sort of playing with the media, to tell you the truth, honestly. Right. I think if you asked Vic Fangio when he's away from UC Health Center in a private conversation, sitting somewhere, having a beer, hey, listen, in your mind, 
you don't have to tell me who. Do you think you know right now how this thing will play out? I would bet a month's pay, the answer would be, yes, I do. And it's going to be Teddy? Um, I think Teddy is the sure, more sure choice. Uh, I think Drew has the upside. Mm-hmm. And if you're a Bronco fan and you know maybe you have a, I don't know, six-year contract, mm-hmm. a.k.a. George Payton, you look at this long-term, who's the guy that gives us the best chance to win moving forward? If you're Vic Fangio and you don't have a six-year deal and neither does any member of your staff, you're looking to say, hey, bro, I want to win. We have to win now. We can't afford you know, the learning curve. If, if it's going to be Drew, he's got to be better in terms of his decision-making and where he throws the ball. But, yeah, I, I, think, I think it's going to be a tough choice. What he said – the other day was, and I asked him the question, he said, my hope is that one of these guys is so good that even, I mean, it's so easy a decision to make mm-hmm. that if I asked any of, a, of the Bronco fans who's played better in the preseason, all of them would say that guy. Oh, God, yeah. Well, sure you do, right? Because that, yeah. that makes it really easy. Right. The hard decision is if they both sort of play okay. Neither guy's great. Neither guy's awful. Some, you know, one of them had a couple of moments against the Vikings in Minnesota, the preseason opener. And then the other guy had some moments against the Seahawks. You know, both guys threw a pick. One guy threw it in week one, week two. And now you're sitting here. That's the toughest decision, I think, for That's Vic Fangio. A little, little reminiscent of Trevor and Paxton. Not the same scenario, but, and that year sucked, by the way. Uh, okay, let's still play this game. For you. Well, for you, you had to call the game. Thank you. You really hope to see this oh i really hope to see more efficient and productive play from the offense i think the defense will take another couple of steps Mm -hmm. i think the defense again on paper they got to go out and play but i think i think they look like they could be a pretty damn good defense so from an offensive standpoint you got to play to the strength of your team. The strength of this team, I think, is going to be in the defensive side of the ball. So you got to be able to run the ball, right? And you got to be efficient in the passing game. And I also hope to see more creativity on offense. I mean, how do I get these, you know, these playmakers? If Cortland Sutton's healthy and Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler and Tim Patrick and, um, I mean, how do I get these guys to space? How do I get the ball in their hands that, uh, that allows us to be better be more productive they weren't you know they weren't a high scoring team they're in the bottom five of scoring they're in the bottom five of red zone efficiency they're in the bottom five of third down efficiency they just weren't a good offense now there's you know you could say there's all sorts of reasons for it but i think everybody had a hand in that including the guy that designs the offense so drew's got to be better yes or teddy and i haven't seen enough of teddy really to have an opinion on him but the offense has to be efficient, and you got to find a way to score some points. I mean, the best way for you know you to be a very popular guy on the team with all your defensive teammates is for the offense to go out and average twenty four a game, twenty five a game. I mean, you know, you can't be in the bottom five of scoring. So easy for me to sit here, sitting in a studio talking about that. But that's what I would hope will happen for the Broncos, especially in offense. Okay, this might be my favorite. You'll be really pissed off starting on Wednesday at training camp if you see this. Ooh, I don't think I'll be pissed off about anything because it's the first day of camp. 
Um, no, I mean, I think. Like you'll be like really frustrated if you see. Well, if, if what what if both quarterbacks go out and just stink it up? Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. That'd be the first day of practice. Right. So you wouldn't be you you know you okay. wouldn't be able to just to uh, just to pack it in at that point. But what if you know what if you don't get good or or above average quarterback play from either guy this year? If that happens, there are going to be so many changes with within this organization at that position at the coaching position. I mean. All bets are off. So that would be that would be one of these dudes has to, you know, take the reins and say, "Listen, I got this. You're in good hands. I'll make the plays. Trust in me." Somebody, one of those two guys, has to be that guy. You know what also has to happen before we take a break? I did not realize that the Broncos were zero and seven under Fangio in September. Have not won a game. Holy crap! If they're zero and ten after the September, that's it for they lose the three games in September. Keep in mind they open. On the road against the Giants, they go the next week to Jacksonville. Yeah. Right? Both of those teams, everybody in Denver looking at those two teams based on, I mean, Jacksonville had the first pick in the draft, so you know what kind of season they had. The Giants were awful last year. Don't, and I said this, I've said this before. So Bronco fans look at that and say, be 2-0 and coming back for the home opener. What do you think the Giants players and coaches are saying about a home opener against the Broncos. Uh, they may be licking their chops. Right? How about honest. Jacksonville? Yeah. You don't think, yeah. I mean, you don't think that they're down in Jacksonville where it's going to be a thousand degrees. You don't think they're saying, hey, we got to get up to a good start. We have to find a way to beat Denver because Denver, you know, Denver has been similar to both the Giants and Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I think it's crucial this year, more important, maybe more, more than. The last two or three years, it's really important for them to win those first two games. When we come back, we're going to talk about you and a thong. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. Stay tuned. The Dave Logan Podcast can be found at iHeart, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Remember to download, and if you like what you hear, share with your friends and subscribe. Remember, you can log on to our website, thedaveloganpodcast.com. Go to the contact tab to ask us questions. We'll read them on the podcast. Most every question is fair game. Just keep it classy. It's at daveloganpodcast.com, or you can send your question directly to us on Twitter at daveloganpod or at juliebrownman1. Let me take a minute and talk about Molly Spirits. Have you ever walked into a liquor store and when you get in there, you have no idea about all the brands you're looking at? And then to make it even worse, you can't find anybody to give you a recommendation. Well, that's the exact opposite experience you will have at Molly Spirits. They take great pride in always having people available to help you choose the perfect liquor or beer or wine. And no matter what the occasion, they have all of your known favorites, but also a really unique selection of beers, wines, and spirits that may become your new favorite drink. Whether it's an in-house sommelier to help pick out that perfect bottle of rosé or a beer expert to introduce you to a local brewery with a fantastic new IPA, maybe to somebody to show you Colorado whiskeys that will become your new go-to, Molly's takes pride in making sure you leave as a satisfied customer and wanting to come back for more. Check them out at one of their three locations. They're in 
in Lakeside at 44th and Harland, in DTC in the Arapahoe Marketplace next to Sprouts, and now introducing their new location, which is in Longmont at Ken Pratt and Main Street, located in the Parkway Center. And remember, all of the stores deliver right to your front door. Do yourself a favor. Ditch the impersonal feel of those warehouse-type liquor stores and give Molly's a try. I promise you, you'll love it. A huge selection with the personal feel and touch of a neighborhood business you will love. To learn everything Molly's has to offer and their fantastic staff favorites, just check them out at mollyspirits.com. Molly Spirits, a land of adult beverage discovery. Back in the Dave Logan podcast, Dave Logan and Julie Brownman, and again happy that uh, that you have joined us. I did notice over the weekend that uh, a friend of mine, guy that played for the Broncos for nine years, played linebacker, then was an assistant coach, now the offensive line coach with the Minnesota Vikings. It was reported that Rick Dennison was going to be fired by the Vikings because he had not taken the vaccination. That that is as we sit here today on Monday. That is not entirely true he has not taken the vaccination um, and therefore there are protocols in place that will make it really difficult for him to coach Mm -hmm. but it's not true that over the weekend he was fired did you talk to him um i'm i'm going to take the fifth on that i'm going to say i talked to somebody Okay. That uh, is very well versed in that situation. You know, I went to law school for three days. So if I really wanted to find the three answer, days, <laughs> yeah, counselor, you were, you counselor. were there. <laughs> I mean, you remember that? You, that like, you went to law school for three days. Yeah. Yeah. But what school? DePaul. I had left. You, I got a DePaul, party like D-E-P-A-U-L or D-E-P-A-W. DePaul okay. in Chicago. Yeah. And I remember after I, I left after three days, you were like, what are you doing? I said, you got to stick with it. Right, you and then I came back to work with you. Yeah, you great been a corporate lawyer. Awesome. You come, you come back to work on the sports zoo for like eighteen thousand a year. I did, and I've never regretted it. To be perfectly honest, well, I, re- I regretted it for you. <laughs> you could be, you could, nice. you could, you could, you could be arguing. You could be making tons of money and arguing money does not in buy front happiness. of the Supreme Court. Maybe uh, ask Aaron Rodgers. Aaron and I are the same way. Money does not buy happiness. Well, apparently, for Aaron, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to okay. say that. I would have said that had he continued to hold out. So speaking of the whole uh, vaccination issue, this is going to be an issue. It's already started with the Rick Dennison story. 80% of the NFL players have had at least one vaccination shot. Now, the NFL sent out a memo making very clear they're not adding a 19th week to the schedule if they can't get into yep. the, you know, they're, they're, if the game has to be canceled due to an outbreak of unvaccinated players, the club's going to forfeit the game. I mean, they're making, I think some teams well, making... They're going even further. You see what else they said. Not only... Would not be will, paid the weekly the club, salary. They're not going to pay the weekly salary of the team that has the outbreak. And they said they're not going to pay the other team's salary as well. Now, I did talk with a lawyer that has argued in front of Commissioner Goodell in the past. Uh-huh. His take on this was the NFL, the, the word he used was laughable. It is laughable to think that, legally speaking, the NFL can institute this rule. Now, if if there's an outbreak on a team and it comes from unvaccinated players, you might be able to get away. You certainly can forfeit the game, understandably so, and therefore you're not going to pay that team. But he said there's no way from a legal standpoint if that team's opponent had done all the right things 
and had, let's say, the entire team vaccinated and they were ready to play, you think for a minute you're going to get away and not legally be forced to pay those players? I mean, that's going to be – there'll be a lawsuit filed immediately when that ruling comes down. I, I can't do That's just silly. Well, it's even silly on the team if there was an unvaccinated player that caused the outbreak because 80%, according to the statistics, 80% of NFL players are vaccinated. So that's not their fault. See, here's the deal, though. I mean, we, we've seen, and again, anecdotally speaking, we've seen cases where people have been vaccinated and have tested positive. So what, yeah. what happens then? What happens if you have a vaccinated, because the team does the vaccination, you have vaccinated players, one of them comes back, and test positive. And let's just say, then you have an outbreak and you have six or seven. And let's hope this doesn't happen. But theoretically, it could where you've got guys that have the vaccination that have, again, contracted COVID-19. You have too many to play the game. Okay. You, you're not, you're not going to pay. You're not going to pay those guys. You can't do that. I mean, there's no way, legally speaking. Now, the league didn't say they would do that. Their terminology was if an unvaccinated player or players cause the cancellation of a game, nobody on that team gets paid. But they added then that the opponent of that team would not get a game check, and they're going to lose that in court in a big, big way should they try to mandate that. Yeah, it's a bad, it's a bad situation. Okay, what's your take on, before we get to your thong, uh, what's your take on Deshaun Watson showing up for training camp, for if he's going to play this season? Didn't I, want to be fined 50000 a day. It's fair. Like we talked about with Aaron Rodgers. Um, he has he has certainly put it out there through his people that he still wants to be traded. The team that um, – I was talking to Benjamin Albright today that the teams that are interested appear to be Miami and Philadelphia. I, I think it's interesting that Miami went after Tua Tungvaloa that high last year, played him a little bit as a rookie, and apparently they've come to the conclusion after his rookie season that they can't go forward with him. That's really bad drafting. Now, the word is that that was the owner's pick and not the coaching staff's pick. But what a hot mess that is. So, I, you know, I think Deshaun Watson has to get cleared up in some way, the 21 or 22 cases of sexual assault or some sort of uh, misconduct sexually before any team is going to you know, trade. Because when you talk about Deshaun Watson, it's going to be – I mean, if, if, if that were not the case, it'd be a similar package really to what Aaron Rodgers would command. If, if he didn't have all sorts of legal issues mm -hmm. that are unsettled, and, he may have and been Houston, here. Houston would just say, hey, we're going to trade you. I mean, you're talking about one of the premier quarterbacks. He's 25 years old. He would command multiple first-round picks and maybe second or third-round pick and maybe a player or two. That's the kind of player he is. Do you know who Michael Fabiano is? Um. Okay, he is a senior fantasy analyst for Sports Illustrated. So I had to be very careful. I mean, he's a fantasy guy, but he tweeted out trade talks between the Texan and other teams, including the Eagles and the Broncos. Could heat up very soon. I don't really see that. Yeah. Benjamin Albright said the, the that Deshaun Watson doesn't want to come here. I've had conflicting comments about that. I've heard that he does not want to come here. I've also heard that he would be stoked to come here. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. But Deshaun Watson, and again, I'm trying to separate his issues off the field, and they are numerous, obviously, uh, pun intended. Mm -hmm. But strictly on his football game, that's a valuable, valuable quarterback at 25 years of age. You remember your buddy Seth Medvin? 
Yes. From the Broncos. Okay. So he went to work. He was he's in, in PR. Vegas now. Right. He works for the win. So he sent out this email. Did you get the email? I saw it. I thought it was pretty interesting. It was about odds involving the Broncos. Uh, the Broncos to win the, to win it all, to win the championship. Is it like 25? What, what it's is it? 25 to one. Yeah. To win the AFC West, six to one. Okay. Kind of seems fair to win the AFC championship, 11 to one. There's not a favorite. They're not a favorite, nor should they be any kind of favorite. Yeah. Right? Okay. I thought that was interesting. Uh, Drew Locke to win the NFL MVP. This was a good odd. You might want to like play some money on this. Do you remember what this one was? Nope. 2,500. 125 to one. Okay. Teddy Bridgewater. This is interesting. To one. 200 to one. Meaning okay. that they think that, that Vegas Locke thinks has that, a better chance. Right. I thought that that was yeah, the only it, thing it could really I, take I, out That's that. not necessarily indicative that they think Locke is going to be the starter. They're saying if he's a starter, just with his game, mm-hmm. it would be much more likely that he would be the NFL MVP. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is not going to be a guy that takes a lot of risks with the ball, although he, he threw more than his fair share of interceptions last year. Okay. We're going to end the show on this tweet. What about this thong? Okay. Jennifer Wilson. Jennifer listens to the Dave Logan podcast. She basically tweeted and said, get ready to wear your thong, Dave. She attached the story about Bryce Young is at $1 million in endorsements, and he hasn't played a down yet. Dave, I hope you get your thong ready. Basically, his coach Nick Saban said that he right now is right now. He hasn't even officially named him the starting quarterback. He, according to reports, he told the Texas High School Coaches Association convention last week that the sophomore is due to make ungodly numbers like a million dollars in endorsement deals. Well, I'll have to see that to believe it. And also, I'm, I'm, I'm now engaging... Uh, embarking, if you will, on a very stringent squat <laughs> routine. So I need to, I, if I'm going to wear, ooh, that's just a bad, bad vision. But if I have to wear the thong, uh-huh. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to get in, in the squat back rack. Something that might make you feel better. I think the bet was $2 million in endorsements. Thank you. You're welcome. But, Thank and you. also the bet was you in a handstand and a thong. Well, I can do a handstand. No, you can't. A handstand? A handstand. Yes, in a minute. I okay. mean, I could do a handstand every day of the week. When we end this podcast, I want to see the handstand. That's fine. Okay. I mean, you can't, you're going to have to lower your camera. Okay. <laughs> see you next week. Au revoir. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is pulling you in the center of the action with endless ways to make it rain this week. Sports betting has never been this convenient. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from anywhere the app is available. And if you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new players a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code LOGAN, my last name. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players. They really do it all. Check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day this week to cash in on their daily odds boosts. New boosts are posted every single day for all the biggest sporting events. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure. It's really easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money whenever you want to. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code LOGAN, L-O-G-A-N, when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code LOGAN to get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.